How was your vacation? I mean, your, your weekend, excuse me, I'm sorry. Ugh, I, I wish it was the start of vacation. Unfortunately, I had to come back to work today. But um, I just got to say, it was a lovely girls weekend. Um, my best friend's getting married this coming weekend. So we took her away. We went, uh, Sarah, we were up in your neck of the woods. We went to Saratoga Springs. And I was out of town, so I didn't get to see you. I was like, oh my God, Sarah, what's up? (laughs) Um, We got a house like right by the lake. It was really lovely. Um, We rented. Was it what by like, like which lake? Like George? Like, no, it was like. I'm not familiar with the Finger Lakes areas and all that stuff. But I honestly don't know. I think it might be called Saratoga. And I'm not even, I'm not a New Yorker, like, so I don't fucking know. Saratoga Springs. Um, so we got a boat and boy, Captain Jeff, shout out to Captain Jeff. If you're listening, you really handled yourself well because it was eight loud ass Latinas and this poor little white man. I was like, oh, Captain Jeff's going to throw us overboard. But he loved us, of course, as we were like twerking to Bad Bunny on the boat. And we ended up seeing him after uh the boat like we were walking down the street later that night finishing dinner going to the bars and who do we see captain jeff and he was like my girls and you know we all surrounded him oh my god captain jeff we love you and some guy on the corner said uh what's your secret man and i was like he's got a boat Welcome to the weekly show about art, politics, and pop culture from a phenomenally female perspective. I'm Eliane. I'm Shantae. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie. And this is Unapologetically She. Hey everyone, it is Sarah and welcome to the 16th episode of Unapologetically She as well as our season finale. We did it. Next two a weeks. Whole, a whole ass season. Oh, entire Incredible. season with all of you ladies that we love to talk so much. Oh yeah. Dude. It's going to be weird. It's going to be weird not talking to you ladies every hey, what week am I for a little while. I'm supposed right? to like, drink and record. What is, what is happening with my life? Exactly. Well, we can still text each other. We can still take some, some crazy shit. If, if Sarah is blacking at people or Elian is going off at people from talking to Myron or Katie just felt like Vincent or Lauren Ashley want to creep in or me, I'm always gathering some of my receipts. Yep. Indeed. Yep. So oh, this week, <laughs> for our season finale, we are doing once again the drink whatever the hell you want. Yeah. I've got I've got pink Moscato here. It's what I got. I got Coors Light. Oh shit! Last that. week it was Bud Light, and that was Coors Light. <laughs> the mountains is cold. <laughs> oh hey! Oh, this is what happens when you go to your mother's house. 
take that one hour and 15 minute travel time, bus and train to go get you some food and some liquor. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I spent a lot of time this weekend. You know, y'all know how I love my wine and my mixed drinks and my cocktails, right? So this, this past weekend, we went to Utica to visit my in-laws. And the only thing, the only alcohol that I drank all week was Corona seltzers. Oh, that's not a cereal drink. No, not really. But I mean, even my husband pointed it out to me. He's like, he's like the only beer that I've ever seen you drink from beginning to the empty bottle is Corona. Okay. So I was like, all right, well, that makes sense. In your Corona. Yes. Yes. I'm really weird. I am like, get this lime the fuck out of my Corona. I don't know why. I like lime and other things, but I'm like, no, I, you will literally see me at the bar. Like, and they'll, I'll ask for a Corona and I'll literally say, hold the lime and it'll come yeah. with the lime. And I literally just remove it, put, leave that shit right on the counter. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I drink it. I drink it without the, without the lime, but I like the lime. in it. So I don't, yeah. I, I'm not a beer person. I tried it and I don't like the aftertaste. It makes my stomach pudgy. I already have a little gut already. It bloats you. That's why I don't I, like it. It I makes you feel bloated. bloated. I'm not going to lie. I drank a lot of White Claws this weekend. We got White Claw <laughs> wasted. White Claw wasted, girl. My, my, my husband was drinking White Claws all weekend. weekend. White with like, you know, like the reality that I'm 40, not like 20. Mm-hmm. My body is like, bitch, what are you doing? You can't drink from 8 a.m. to fucking midnight. What is wrong with me? You don't look like you're 40. You look like you're 25. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> you <left> on crack. <laughs> Ooh. See, I just, I lucked out with my white jeans because we all, know the, we all know the, uh, the older we get, the nastier we look because most white people don't freaking wash and moisturize. And sunblock, for the love of God, if anybody walks away from this season, right, with one little tidbit from me, is for the love uh-huh. of fucking God, you sunblock. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which I, you know, and I don't understand this because, like, you know, we went out of town. We went to visit my in-laws. My nephew just graduated high school and he lives in North Carolina with my husband's older sister. So they came up to see family. They had a big party at my other sister-in-law's house who has a pool. And I busted my ass on that pool and about 10 other people busted their ass on that pool. Anyway, my daughter, we got her out of the pool every single hour and put on SPF 80 sunblock on her, made her sit out of the sun where she could have snacks for about a half an hour until it was like all absorbed into her skin. And then we let her back out into the pool. Meantime, my face, I just got the SPF 15 in my daily moisturizer. I put the same sunblock on me with SPF 80 all over my skin, right? I didn't burn it all. My daughter looks like a little lobster. Oh, Dina. (laughs) I feel so bad. I mean, she got burned. She scraped the back of her thighs on the diving board. So she's got scratches down the back of her thighs. And I was just like, oh my God, the poor honey. And she's like, she's all nonchalant about it. She's like, yeah, whatever. You know, love being a kid. You give no fucks. No, you're like, she played hard. I'll take 
three sunburns, five scraped knees and cut thighs just so I could go to the pool. That's, that's kid life right there. It's summertime. Seriously. Like she's doing all of that stuff and like having a great old time. And I'm sitting there trying not to be awkward because like a couple of my in-laws are Trumpers and I'm like, okay, for my husband, I've got to kind of just pull it back and not be starting shit, you know, which was really hard for me. (laughs) There was one point where I had to walk away, which I'll tell you about later so we can segue into it. But my daughter's having a blast. My husband goes out with his youngest brother to run some errands and some motherfuckers ripped off my mama's for Kamala and my Biden Harris stickers off the back of my fucking car. That's a fight. I would cut somebody. Yeah. I was like, they better be glad that I was not fucking there. No, somebody would have got fogged. Upstate New York. Yep. Lovely. (laughs) And the sad thing is I will throw a punch faster and harder than my husband will. No, I believe you. (laughs) He tries, he tries to like keep the peace and I'm just like, no, come on, let's go. You want to fuck with my stuff? You'll fit down here in the city (laughs) versus Oh yeah, like honorary. <laughs> and how y'all we go? Barrier. Well, my weekend before I segue, my cousin, I love her dearly, but she invaded my weekend. Like I like to get my nails done. You know, I get my nails done uptown. Mm-hmm. And I like to get my nails done in peace and my feet done in peace. You know, she doesn't like to bring her headphones for whatever reason. I put my headphones in while my uh, Nelson, she be like, sister thong! You know, like, you know, they call me sister thong because they be, be in my knees. So I was like, hey, Jenny, hey, sister thong, how you doing? Let's, See, that, that, re- that, re- that reminds me of Korea where I would call, like, I'll be called all the older ladies mama-san. <laughs> and she's like, I have my, I always bring my nail polish, but I got a gel because, you know, I, I do gel like twice a year. I do it around my birthday and I do 4th of July. Everything. Saw pictures of it on Instagram. I love your manicure this week. Thank you. And my feet is like some type of like orange. It's not a burnt orange, but it's like a summertime orange. Cause I got like hunter greens for the fall. I gotta find me a mustard yellow. That shit is hard to find. Or like a burnt orange. That shit is hard to find. So and like a cranberry. I have that. So yeah, my weekend was besides my cousin invading my weekend both. Saturday and Sunday, and then watching the Ratchet Ass BET Awards, which that award show has not been the same since they honored Prince in 2016 when he died. And that shit was good. Mm. And so <laughs> nothing is the same since Prince died. Nothing. Yes, music has gone kind of like he and- was holding the fabric of the universe together. And the only one that did well last night, in my opinion, was Lizzo. But anyhow, these burning questions. So Ellie, well, Ellie over- we got to find out how Elian's week went. Because oh, it's sorry. summer break now. I forgot oh about Elian. I'm sorry, Elian. I crawled I to the end of this week, okay? Because end of the year, you're packing up your classroom. Your kids are unruly. Graduation already happened. You're like, why are we here? Why are we here? Why is this happening? And the parents are like, oh no, motherfucker, you're going to go to school. You better get your ass to school. Get up out of here until the last possible. (laughs) And then, you know, over the weekend, I had my friend's uh, bachelorette weekend. So it was just like a lot. 
a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And then came back on Sunday evening. It literally took about an hour to cross the GW bridge because the pride parade was happening. And that's when I decided to come back into town like a dumbass. Did you see the Madonna showed up at Pride in New York City? No, I should have gone, but I was too busy sitting in traffic at fucking GW Bridge. Oh, girl, she looks like a big lump of plastic. I don't know which face she's on, but she needs to stop. That people were kind of quiet for Pride this time around. because normally- Yeah, it was quiet, but there was like a lot of traffic. I think because I came in when everybody was leaving. Like it was like the end of the parade. So anyway, I'm exhausted, but it's finally over and I'm looking forward to breathing. And getting yeah. darker. Huh? And getting darker. Yes, because a, a bitch is pale. A bitch is pale. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know I'm going to get darker. So, Bitch, I glow in the dark. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I don't glow in the dark, but I am not ashy. So, Marcel, if you're listening, black uh, people, we love to use Vaseline lotion. I have it. I'm staring at it. Not the cocoa butter one, even though I got the cocoa butter ones. Woman, you are black, smooth, and beautiful. Thank you. And because of that, my pussy was eaten on Memorial Day weekend, but we will talk about that later. Yeah! Anyhow. Wait, wait, raise, well, hold up. Before you do that, you better raise that glass. Shante, you know she been talking about it, she been. I'm uh, I'm empty, I'm empty on my wine, so I'm going to lift up my water. Cheers. Yes. And it was unexpected that happened. But yeah. anyhow, these burning ah! questions. So this I is I don't want to ask the married person on the panel this. Ask me anything, bitch. I don't care. Would you rather get back together with your very first ex or give up all social media for an entirety? I would get back together with my first ex. Mike he's still understand. He's, you can't. No, Mike. Well, Mike, no, yeah. Mike knows. My first ex is still one of my best friends. Aw, there you so go. So Mike, Mike knows. You know, and my first ex, he was my high school sweetheart. I lost my virginity to him. I lost everything to him. Was he you know. black or was he white? No, he's a white guy. I was in Southern Utah. There's no <laughs> black people there. I did not Come know. That like I said, Sarah looked like she dated a lot of black men and women in her. <laughs> <laughs> well once i moved back to california i did <sighs> there wasn't a there wasn't a lot of pickings in utah okay <laughs> he was he a mormon no he was not his mom was okay. a jehovah's witness his oh. dad was agnostic oh um funny story i will actually tell you i will tell you guys this so he was a jehovah's witness or his mom was a Jehovah's Witness, his dad was agnostic, but they never really celebrated Christmas, right? So the first Christmas that he ever celebrated was with me and my mom. My mom's a single parent, right? And she was liberal as fuck for the longest time, right? So she found out that we were having sex, that I'd lost my virginity, right? Because my mom was my best friend. I told her everything, you know, and she never shamed me for it or anything else. But the first Christmas that my ex had, his name is D. D, if you're listening, I know you, I know, you know, we have this podcast. So I know you're listening to this right now. I love you. 
his very first Christmas, he comes over to celebrate. We have the, we have the presents, everything else. We're sitting in our little apartment in Cedar City, Utah, right? Christmas tree stocking. He opens his stocking, right? And he has boxes of condoms from my mom, right? I think that's where that was going. <laughs> my mom put my stocking, sponge and spermicide. Uh-uh, not She's so like, y'all can fuck all you want. Just don't get pregnant. <laughs> but listen, she was good for that because a lot of parents mm-hmm. be like, no, don't talk to me about that. Like I told my mom about, you know, at summer camp, I had to look at a, um, a, you know, cause you know, it was still, you still get sex ed, and that was before the Bush mm-hmm. era. And I learned, looked at pictures of people having gonorrhea on their genitals and everything. I was like, mom. <laughs> so I looked at people that had scars on their genitals. And she said, you know what, Shanti, when you have sex, I'm protected sex. That's what happens. My father like, you have sex, you get pregnant, that's it. <laughs> Good Lord. Yeah, but to say D, I would get back together with you before I gave up my social media. <laughs> Elian. <laughs> I'm you ready. I have to say, I don't speak Spanish, but I grew well, up that around is, Puerto Rico. That Rican. is the perfect way to say it. Elian. I grew up on, I grew up Elian. on Fifth Avenue. <laughs> if you were famous and went through a scandal, which I highly doubt that you would go through a scandal because knowing you, you will cut somebody's dick off. She would. She I could go through a scandal. Crazy. Wait, how what would be the cause? Being in bed with another man and his woman? Hell no. <laughs> you know, I feel like the most No, likely... she loves Myron too much. Come yeah, on. Myron I, yeah, doesn't have I wouldn't, another woman. I, wouldn't. I don't like to share and I don't like to cheat. So I think if I was in a scandal, it would most likely be because I probably cursed somebody the fuck out like a fan or a reporter or something like that. Or you like bitch slapped someone. Or, 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 or yeah. Because I feel like I <laughs> I give it up to celebrities and politicians when you got somebody in your face with a microphone and asking a dumbass question, like my first reaction would be, could you please shut the fuck up? And like, I don't think that would be received very well. I think I'd get in trouble for cursing somebody the fuck out. We're all fucking troublemakers on this yeah. panel. It is what it is, girl. <laughs> I'm a neutral troublemaker. You are not neutral. <laughs> you are not neutral. Who the fuck you think you're fooling? No, you know what it is? I don't get into all the online petty um, social media fights online. I don't. No, you don't get into the petty shit, but you're not neutral. Like no, the big skirmishes, you're in there. Listen, if you come in my matches and come in with some fucking bullshit, then that's where we have a problem. If you fuck with me, I fuck with you. I normally don't fuck with people. That's what I say. I don't really start shit. Look around, find out. Find out. Don't start, don't start shit, won't be shit. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. We could do this all night. <laughs> all right, so who's going to ask Shantae the burning question? Well, usually it's like the burning question asker doesn't get one, but... All right. But, but, but... I got you. I'm gonna ask you one right. Well, since well, since Katie wasn't unable to be here yeah. tonight, we should ask Shante her burning question. Okay. So <laughs> what animated movie character would you totally hook up with if they were real? Hmm. <laughs> I feel like Sarah has one in mind. That's why she laughed like that. Definitely not. That's so weird. That's a weird ass question. That is a weird ass question because I don't be looking at them like that. 
exactly why it's <laughs> but the guy i guess from the princess of the in the frog like when he turns into a, a, a prince yeah he's cute. yeah he was cute he was cute and chocolate Look like yeah. him. i can see that yeah. i can see that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. yeah i you know what i co-sign mm-hmm. but whatever it is it's not bruno we don't hook up oh, with Bruno. We, we don't, don't talk, talk about Bruno. We don't hook up with Bruno. We don't talk about him. Bruno. <laughs> okay. Whatever you said, when you translate, okay. I said I'm fucking tired of Bruno. <laughs> no, no, no. Girl, at least you get a break. You get a break. I don't get a fucking break from Bruno. Oh my God. Listen, you rather her do that than, than destruct some shit in your house? That's okay. <laughs> Word. This is why I've got cats, because they bring me sanity. And when Bruno drives me fucking crazy, cat, cat. I go in my room and I pet the fucking cat. Yeah. Because oh. it's the only pussy I'm going to be petting Petin. for the rest of my life. Well. <laughs> Unless my husband says it's okay. And that case, ah! I'll be like, woo. I'm out. Let's go. Okay. Ladies, well, on that note, because <laughs> I love to be on a high note, and I know we're about to go into something a little serious, but I just want to say, like, power to the puss, okay? Mm. Power to the pussy. The pussy is under attack, people. It is code fucking red. This is not a drill. This is not a drill. Not just the it's pussy, happening. the uterus. No, this is some yeah. real shit, and yeah. we're about to all fight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I will like the thing that I was mentioning earlier that I was said that I was going to use as a segue. Like when I was out, when I was out of town this weekend in Utica visiting my in-laws, my husband's oldest brother, who's a Navy officer, came up from Virginia where he's currently stationed with his wife, who's a hardcore Trumper. And even to the point where my my brother-in-law, who is also kind of a Trumper, you know, he was kind of leaning Biden this last election, whatever, but his wife's hardcore Trumper to the point where he even tells her, you know, whatever your name is, I'm not going to say it. You need to shut the fuck up because you sound crazy with like the QAnon conspiracy bullshit, like Joe Biden's not alive. It's a double blah, 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 blah. Oh my Christ. <laughs> Anyway, her son, who is just as fucking bad, the last time that my husband went to Utica, he was wearing this shirt that said, fuck Joe Biden. And he was showing it to everybody like it was so fun. And he damn near got kicked out by my sister-in-law, right? So this weekend, a lot of the people, like a lot of the guys were out front hitting, you know, hitting the bong or hitting, they were out front getting fun. You know, there was a few of us in the back and my sister-in-law's son was talking about how his half-sister, which was his, my sister-in-law and my brother-in-law only have one child together and it's my niece. So she posted something about, you know, I hope all of you with 12-year-olds who have who have been raped and get pregnant are happy with this, right? So I guess apparently he left a shitty comment on her Facebook and she deleted it and she wouldn't talk to him. And he was getting all pissed off about that. He's like, well, 
I don't understand why it's such a bad thing that a 12 year old who was raped and impregnated would have to be forced to carry the baby. I don't see why that's such a bad thing. And at that point I got the fuck up and I walked out to the front and even the guys out front were like, uh, Mike, you might want to check on Sarah because she's looking pretty fucking pissed off. And I told him what happened. And apparently one of my other sisters-in-law was out there and the mom of my nephew was bitching him out saying, this is not the fucking time. This is not the fucking thing to say. Keep your mouth shut, keep scrolling and just shut your mouth. And it was just like, at that point, that was on Saturday. We were leaving the next day, Sunday, yesterday. But that was Saturday night after a fun day, pool with the kids, everything else. And he had to open his fucking trap and say that shit. And I was, I swear to God, ladies, I just wanted to fucking grab his fucking scrotum and yank it. You should have just yanked his ass, like dangle his ass somewhere. Because here's the thing. Y'all know I have my Instagram live. Y'all can watch the replay. Mm -hmm. Clarence Thomas of Georgia. Get you motherfucker, right? Get you then my mother who's from South Carolina. Get you then my family members that still live in South Carolina who took the seat of Thorgood Marshall, the first black Supreme Court justice. Democrats did that, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Democrats had him. In case y'all forgot who actually gave you a lot of these firsts wasn't the republicans exactly yep and the whole point is he is shaping the courts on how these white people are voting so when you have you know mothball dicks like clarence like samuel alito even though the other ones i know they're a piece of shit and you know, Susan Collins, I'm so concerned with her tilted head. I'm so concerned and know that Amy Coney Barrett being Aunt Lydia, fucking cunt. Oh, course, and, uh, don't get me started. What she said about the foster care kids, because you know, if I were to see her, I would, you know, cut all them dead ends off her hair. But besides that shit, I mean, the two oldest men on there that need to go, that need to do the Justice Breyer and walk that ass out out of there and shaping how shit is now. They did some fucking ruling today about people can pray in school. This is like the the disregard of separating a church and state. Like our democracy is literally under attack. They've they've also got the EPA ruling that's expected to come down to completely deregulate environmental protections. They are literally tearing this country down and what you said lawrence o'donnell repeated because i heard the samuel um what is it the samuel alito opinion uh um referred to like the witch hunt i was like yo sarah he must have been listening to the podcast because sarah was saying the same exact shit a couple excuse me a couple weeks ago saying the same exact shit when the opinion leaked you know and of course he changed it but still kept it the same the two oldest men in their 70s are mm-hmm. shaping the way, you know, how we go get our kid. And you know, for people like me, I'm African-American. Already, 
our reproductive rights, you know, we, we never get the really proper care, you mm-hmm. know, with the fibroids and everything. And we mm-hmm. just got legislation passed by that and the maternal health. Now it's like we're taking steps backwards. And the people, them fucking protesting ass bitches, because I refuse to go to a motherfucking protest. Because I know there was protests popping off here in the city in Union Square and shit. I mean, Washington Square Park, excuse yep. me, and shit. There were outside of the Capitol here in Albany, too. You bitches did not go out and vote in 2016 when you said that I that could not vote fucking for her. part. I could not see my no, I'm a quote. I could not see myself vote for her. She's the same as Donald Trump equating her from a bum that is scared of the Gambino family, that is scared of, of the Gotti family, which if they would, you know, I, I wish one of the kids- The Columbos, Gottis, Bananos, Lucchesi, all of the all of the fucking crime families, you're fucking afraid of them. Yeah, exactly. And then you're talking about equating her to that bum and I call him a bum because he's a low-class mentality-ass motherfucker, you know, have him put two of those justices on stolen seats. Two of those justices. Three. Three. He put three of those justices, but two out of three were stolen seats. Yeah, yeah, you're yes. right. That yes. last one, she was shoved up in there right, right before the election. That was yep. some bullshit. And, you know... And- I- and I am fucking sick and tired of all these fucking assholes blaming Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes, that was another thing, too. Go ahead, Sarah. Like, she, all you motherfuckers trying to blame her for not retiring earlier. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? That seat would have gone to a conservative anyway, because you think that somehow Mitch McConnell would let Scalia see go to a Republican, but then allow Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat to go to a liberal? Fuck no. He would have blocked that shit just like Scalia's seat. And you know what Shut I- the fuck up and sit down and learn about fucking civics and read a goddamn book. Word. And, and you know what's so funny? If any, nobody's talking about Scalia. Scalia was sick. Scalia was fucking dying when he was still sitting on the Supreme Court. He died the same year as Nancy Reagan. You telling me Hmm. you was dying and he knew President Obama was coming in with, you know, 57, you know, there was still 57 Democrats. You telling me you couldn't get your fucking froggy looking Jersey trash ass because his ass is from Jersey off the Supreme Court? Suck my whole dick. No, That's of course not. That was that, but that was the plan. See, the thing is that we have a lot of these like younger quote unquote voters, and I say quote unquote voters because we know damn well that that demographic doesn't vote in mass, and mm-hmm. they just don't. And so they don't. when they do, when they actually do for once, maybe I'll give that demo a tiny bit more respect. But until then, they could eat my whole ass. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're like, oh, um, <clears throat> nothing has happened. I voted and everything's still the same. Motherfuckers, Republicans have been voting for this very moment for like 47 to 50 fucking years. Mm-hmm. Okay? Please just go back in time. We have Google nowadays. We have smartphones. Everything is at the tip of your fingers. Look the shit up. We haven't had a fucking super majority in that long. And so the Republicans have literally been voting to get this done for like 50 years. So mm-hmm. guess what, motherfuckers? Voting works. 
Exactly. Unfortunately, the party that has showed us that voting fucking works is the party that we don't need controlling any fucking thing. Exactly. Of people who don't consistently vote Democratic in every fucking election. Exactly. If it's your local school board, your fucking city council, your whatever the fuck it is in your local, all the way up to federal, if you're not voting, you're a fucking clown and I don't want to hear shit. Exactly. Fucking exactly. And the thing that gets me is, is all of these fucking young voters, well, young non-voters, because they don't bother to fucking show up, want to sit there and complain because the government, the Democrats are in con- are in control of every branch. No, the fuck they are not. There is oh, a by the 50-50 way, there's, there's three, split in the Senate. And by the way, there's one, two, there's three, Adam McKay. There's three branches of government, not four. God damn it. And, exactly. And even, the judicial branch is still covered by Republicans the last time I checked because, like, y'all it let sure that come. It is a 6 3 fucking majority with the fucking and not Supreme just even Court. Even on the highest court, but think about those appellate courts, think about those district courts, think about all these other courts, you know, in these other states that have a big Republican majority. That is federal appointment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and for the voting doesn't do anything right away crowd. Um, we just voted for Biden. I'm sorry, POTUS, President Biden, President Uncle Joe. Um, how many judges has he appointed? Has he over had- 40? Close to 50. Oh, I think 40. I I think so, that he has appointed more judges than even Trump did. That, that's right. So my point is, guess what, motherfuckers? Voting does get results. If you bothered to, I don't know, look. Mm-hmm. If you bothered to learn some fucking civics. It's just, it's beyond, it's beyond me, you know? And, and I I just have to say, you know, this weekend after the news hit Friday, right? I I was at work, right? When I saw those notifications going. Me too. And I was like, what the fuck? And, you know, going into the weekend, knowing I'm going to be with all of my girls and, you know, I'm the only one of them without children. I'm the only one of my friend group that doesn't have kids, right? But every single one of them is super pro-choice. You know why? Because they chose to have their fucking babies. And a lot of them have daughters. And the first thing they thought of was, well, you know, I might be past this age of having to worry about it, maybe, but not really, because, you know, we're still in reproductive years, no matter how geriatric they fucking call us at 40. Um, But they were like, but I'm worried about my daughters. Because you oh, know fuck it. 37, they were referring to yeah. me as a geriatric so, pregnancy. Yes, we live in New York State. Yes, you know, we're safer than in most other states. But who's to say that that's always going to be the case? Because the way I see fucking New York voters late, lately, and I don't want to focus on New York, but I'm just using that as, a, as an example, right? Mm-hmm. Even when you have a Dem legislature and a Dem governor um, mm-hmm. and a Dem assembly. That's always going to be that way. Let me, let me, me actually, let me mention that where you're talking about the Dem legislature and this can go for any state. This is not something that's specific to New York state. This can go for any fucking state that you're in, right? So the New York state assembly has been super majority Democrat for decades, Right. Which is great. You've got one chamber that is consistently supermajority Democrat. 
And it wasn't until a couple of years ago that the New York State Senate truly flipped to Democrat because you had the Independent Democratic Caucus and they were caucusing with the fucking Republicans. So effectively, our state Senate was Republican. So we weren't passing a lot of these progressive laws. The Reproductive Health Act was something that the, that the assembly passed for years and it could not get passed until all of those people with the IDC, the Independent Democratic Caucus, that were caucusing with Republicans were all voted out of office. Okay, so the first year that we had a true Democratic majority in all three branches, we had Democratic control in all three branches, we finally passed the Reproductive Health Act in New York State. So do not think for a second that your local and state elections don't fucking matter because they do. Absolutely. No, you're right, Sarah. And, here, and here's the thing that I get with not just only the Bernie people, because we know they're a piece of shit, but white women talking about we need to stick together. Shantae, you're doing this. This is wrong. No, it's not wrong. As a black mm. woman, my, my demographic is three to four times most likely to die from childbirth. Mm-hmm. We are the, we, my, the people of my generation, not generation, but above me were sterilized back in the late sixties, early seventies. Mm-hmm. So like when I hear people saying you're wrong, you're blaming white women. No white women are to blame too, because they did not vote with their pussy. They voted for their husband's dicks. They voted because they did not like that white woman. They voted for their race. Let's be honest. They voted mm-hmm. for their fucking white privilege. And it was white privilege. Yeah. yeah. They, they voted. They voted for their proximity period. to power. Like yep. that's and, what and they that's wanted. What they they don't give a fuck. And that's what and that's what they did. While the ashy motherfuckers stay the fuck home and listen to all these celebrities that don't know civics. And then of course you got the Bernie dirty motherfuckers who are blaming RBG when you could have had that smoke for. Anton Scalia, who I think Clarence Thomas is, you know, basing his opinions like Scalia, like mm-hmm. Alito is basing his opinions like Scalia. Like I got something for, for Alito is basing Trump. his opinions on medieval 16th century fucking witchcraft trials. He's not even using current modern law. He's reaching way the fuck back into the burning time. Like the crucible. Yeah. You know, it's like, and they're ignoring the actual fact that in the United States, abortion was a normal thing. Benjamin Franklin, I think, it was either Benjamin Franklin or Thomas Jefferson that actually wrote how to induce an abortion. Like we're all listeners, if you're listening, we're all passionate about this because yes, we're all women, but we're women from different walks of life. Some of us did, well, all of us on here did not grow up with a silver spoon in their mouth. None of us did. Most of us grew up here. Well, grew up, grew up, you know, we had to work for what we got. Mm -hmm. We had to work for the insurance that we got. Sometimes the insurance that we got don't cover everything. So when we're speaking about this shit, we speaking about this shit from the depths of our soul because our soul says to Clarence Geechee ass Thomas, AKA Justice Willie Lynch, 
like the man that Harriet Tubman would have shot and would have fucking left behind, well, mostly likely would have shot because his ass was still told the massa. Samuel was, Samuel L. Jackson referred to him on Twitter as Uncle Clarence Thomas. I don't call him Uncle shit. I call him Justice Willie Lynch or you dirty dookie ass motherfucker. That's what I call him. Justice stale milk. Justice, he likes to lick stale pussy because Virginia's pussy is motherfucking stale as a motherfucker. And you dry. Just, that's why she didn't bust no baby. Yeah, I was going to say, like, tumbleweed. And them eggs was dyed, fried, dyed, and milk, nasty, mothball, rotten. Yes, that's a rotten ass bitch. Yes, I said something about the justice wife and what the fuck you going to do about it. That's right. Listen, oh, you're going to love the next segment then, Shante. You wait and see. We're, we're, we're oh, speaking yeah. from my heart because we are serious about this shit. So any of y'all, you know, you know, pro-life people that's probably listening to this shit because y'all want to criticize shit. You know what? You know, don't you know what? Don't call them pro-life. They are not fucking pro-life at all. They are pro-forced birth. Yep. That's what the fuck they are. That's what the fuck they are. Pro-life because as soon as that child is born, they're like, good luck, bye, good riddance. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And it's just like, I don't. The thing is, and, and I I know that some people have picked up on it. You know, Lawrence O'Donnell spoke on it on his show. Rachel Maddow hit on, hit on it a little bit. But if you read Clarence Thomas's support, like his backup of Alito's opinion, he's talking about going after gay marriage, contraception, consensual sex between couples in their own homes, you know, and it's like, I am a 45 year old woman. I can still get pregnant. And here I am thinking, and I guess I'm in New York state, I'm protected. But at the same time, where the Supreme Court just overruled New York's concealed carry gun laws, what's to say they can't overrule the passage and the codification of our Reproductive Health Act. So here I am, 45 years old. I'm married to my husband for nine years. And I'm afraid to get, I'm, I'm afraid to have sex with my husband. I mean, the, the, the co-cassity of this shit. And I can say, you know, I mean, they're coming not just for that, Sarah, but they're coming for Brown B. Brown versus Board of Education because yes. Senator John Cornyn said that shit and he wants to do Plessy versus Ferguson. That's 1896. That's, I think, uh-huh. separate versus equal, if I'm not mistaken. Separate yes. but equal? These yep. motherfuckers are showing who they are. Like I said, the ballot box is important. If you don't show your motherfucking ass up there, don't motherfucking say shit. If you voted for anyone but Hillary Diane Rodham Clinton in 2016, or you voted for anyone other than President Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. in 2020, then you shut your fucking mouth. Period. And if you don't like the way that it's going, something like 93 some odd percent of people of Americans believe in abortion 
in the case of the mother's life being in danger. It's in the low to mid 80s in cases of rape and incest. What the fuck are you guys doing for Republicans when they told you all along that their goal was to overturn Roe v. Wade and outright ban abortion all through the country? Mitch McConnell flat out saying that if the Republicans gain control of the Senate again, they will work on a nationwide ban on abortion. That's going to be H.R. 1. That is going to be the first fucking bill on their schedule. So you fuckers out there that didn't vote or didn't vote for Democrats need to get your asses up, get to the fucking polls, and drop your fucking ballot in the box. Because this is literally life and death for every single American with a uterus. And also, can I just say one more thing? I don't need to have been like violently raped to not want to have a, ch a child. I don't need to have had my dad like fuck me when I was a kid and get me pregnant for me to not want to have a child. I don't need, you know, to be like, <clears throat> I don't know, a drug addicted person who doesn't have a house to live in in order for me to not want to have a child. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people don't want to have a child because they don't want to have a fucking child. And it yep. just, I don't have to be like fucking physically traumatized to be allowed to have reproductive choice. Like Absolutely. that's another thing because I'm fucking sick of the extreme. You know what? I am a survivor of rape and I am tired of people only using that instance because you know what? I could have got pregnant from an ex-boyfriend that I didn't want to get pregnant by. It didn't have to be from a fucking rape. So like mm -hmm. enough with the fucking trauma porn too. That shit yeah. is annoying. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, absolutely. I but, agree. And like I, the reason I, that I bring it up is because a lot of conservatives oh, yeah. or more conservatively yeah. people will only care about it yeah. in that instance, right? Yeah. But it's like, right. as far as I'm concerned, like it's your body, you and your healthcare provider decide what the fuck to do with it. It yeah. is your choice. It is your privacy. It is your body. It is your healthcare. That's why you go and vote. And on that note, Alien, don't we have something else we need to talk about or what we going to do? Well, I think that this was just too timely and topical and we just need to let that sit where it is and we need to let the listeners sit with our thoughts on this topic. Um, and just if, again, if you leave with one thing from this show, Please just remember to fucking exercise your right to vote. You, you, everything else, it's like a like a house of cards. You don't vote, the whole damn house falls down. And that's what I want to say about that. You know, um, whew, it got me fired up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so let's go to like a little bit of a slightly lighter. But not really, because, you know, <laughs> it's been a heavy fucking week. It's been a heavy week. So, you know, I want to end our show on, you know, one of my favorite segments, which is Bitch Ass and Badass of the Week. Um, and last episode, we gave you our nominees and 
you know, reasons why they were nominated and we let you guys vote. And so I'm going to tell you our winners. So the nominees for bitch ass of the week were Jenny Thomas, or like Shantae says, Virginia, <laughs> Virginia Thomas, um, Virginia bitch ass Thomas, Lamp Thomas, <laughs> and her middle name, uh, her last, her last original last name is Lamp. Oh well, there you go. All the all the surnames, ma'am. Um, Eric Greet Greetings Greetings. With his little, I'm going to make videos uh, putting hits out on Republicans in name only. Yeah, really cute, my guy. Um, Bill Maher, because Bill Maher is just constantly uh, like a, a plethora of bitch assness every fucking I th- week. I think this is like his second nomination. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he gets honorable mention other weeks too. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, Katie Turr with her both sidesism that just like, you know. And her, and, and I will say, I want to add on to that, her trans exclusionary brand of feminism, whatever, because her, formerly her dad is a trans woman and she has nothing to do with him and will not, she has nothing to do with them and will not recognize them as a parent or as a trans woman. So Katie Turr is just a fucking bitch and she's a turf. Ugh. Well, unfortunately, she didn't win this week. That mm. honor, that dishonor went to that bitch ass bitch, Jenny Thomas. I mean, hey. hey. She well, fucking that's what deserves when you're it. To a, a, a really rich, like, that's what happens when you're married to a man that Harriet Tubman would have shot. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh. Oh, God. Good God. Well, Congratulations, Ginny, for getting that dishonor. You deserve it ever so much. And on to some lighter things. Our badasses of the week. We had nominated Judge Michael Luddig for his inflammatory, I guess, meal testimony at the January 6th hearings, along with Greg Jacob, okay, who also gave some just some flaming ass. And by the way, ladies, Tomorrow, they're about to, they just dropped a new hearing. Yep. On and I cannot wait. Surprise hearing because of new evidence. I'm just like, Ooh. So then we had Antonio Delgado for being a very good Lieutenant Governor and kicking ass in the debates in New York and, State. And a good Congressman. Yeah. I helped, I, I volunteered for his campaign as Congressman. Oh, good. Good guy. And then finally, last but not least, Jennifer Hudson for becoming an EGOT, you goddess. She is a fucking queen. And the vote was extremely close. So with 49% of the vote, Judge Ludig edged out J-Hud, who had 44%. That was a close one. Yeah. That is very close. There are so few people in entertainment history that have achieved the EGOT. And she's one of them. And I mean, she's just amazing anyway. But oh my God, I, I was so thrilled. I remember when she was coming up and everybody thought Beyonce was going to get the Oscar. And I was like, no. I, I saw Dream Girls twice in the movies. I knew mm-hmm. Jennifer Hudson was going to get it. And I think Eddie Murphy got a Golden Globe too, mm-hmm. which was a long time coming. So, and it's no disrespect to Beyonce because I know all the stands going to be coming for me. 
Mm, you know, I, I love me some Beyonce and I just, I just listened to her new single and I'm just like, eh. I, I love like, Beyonce, but I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not a fan of this song. I'm not a fan of it's this It's too, um, let's just say it's just, it's too pride-like. And a lot of the people that's gender, gender fluid is like, mm. I'm waiting for her to come with some real R&B shit. Cause I, mm-hmm. I, and I don't, I don't, I don't, I haven't bought all her, I, I haven't bought albums like that since the first album to me, I think it's the best one. Cause she won five Grammys that night. See, I'm a big fan of Lemonade. I want another album like Lemonade. You know, I want another album like Jasmine Sullivan's Hex Tales. I've been a big Jasmine Sullivan fan. I'm a big Mary fan. I was a slightly an Alicia Keys fan, but Mary, Jasmine, I love Anita. I love me some Monica. Monica takes me to church. <laughs> I don't know how we ended up there, but I agree. <laughs> no, exactly. It's like it's like the badass of the week is Judge Ludwig, and we're talking about Jennifer Hudson and other Black women artists. It's like, all right, cool. I'd rather be talking about them anyway. Yeah, talk about fucking Indeed. up Clarence Thomas's old Indeed. dragon testicles ass. Look like them testicles is dried up. You know how like when you fucking somebody and they t- no, I never fucked an old man, so I never know. I don't want to know how that experience is. I don't want to know either. I've never done that. I mean, eventually I will because I'm married to my husband, but just, ew, no. Stop thinking yourself is old. Everything is perking your family. <laughs> I cannot. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's the last episode. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for joining us this season. I hope you enjoyed it and stay tuned because we've got a lot of things cooking up for season two. So we'll be back in just a few weeks. And, you know, I hope you like what you heard. Stay tuned. We will do, we will make sure to branch out more in our next season <laughs> we know that we were a little we're a little bit new york centric because a lot of, like most of the panel was from new york um but we appreciate you listening so much we are so grateful for you tuning in we are grateful especially to our patrons on patreon thank you so much for putting in your support on that you can follow us on all social media platforms at the t-h-e-e joyful she and uh you can catch us during our little break everywhere there we'll be waiting to hear feedback we'll be waiting to interact with you we can't wait to hear from you Till next time, everyone. So thank you for joining us for this week's episode of Unapologetically She. I'm Eliane. I'm Shantae. I'm Sarah. I'm Lauren Ashley. I'm Katie. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. Again, at the T-H-E-E Joyful She. We'll see you online.